Good morning. Welcome back to Meathead Hippie. I am your host, Emily Schramm. Today we are going, you're going to get a quite a uh, glimpse into my life because we are reading tarot cards, talking about tarot, talking about um, sitting in the shit and uh, all the all the hippy dippy things today with Laura Mahoney. And she is going to actually be reading tarot cards at my gym. So um, on my grand opening party. So if you're in Denver, can come on September 22nd. The classes are booked. The tarot card readings are booked. I just want you to come and say hi anyway. <laughs> um, we are currently scrambling and getting things together, but it's weirdly coming together like easily in the strangest way. Makes me a little nervous, but that's really what our tarot card reading becomes. It's this just this understanding. I am going through so many emotions and so many layers, and sometimes I'm always like, you know, just don't talk about it. Like just you know, nobody needs to know the shit. But then when I express this shit to you guys, uh, I feel like it's usually because everyone else is feeling the same way. So really this issue, um, that I have, and this is what we talk about in the podcast is that, you know, when I'm working for something, you know, I work, 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 a lot of you guys might know this. Some of you might not know this. I'm a workhorse. I just, I just go. There's just nothing that stops me and I'm nonstop and that's just who I am. And there's this weird phase in my life right now where I feel like if you put yourself in the energetics and the flow and you surround yourself with the right people, things start coming a little bit easier. Um, there's a quote that I really, really loved, but it's like, the bigger the why, the easier the how. And so this is just this weird epiphany to me where I'm like, why does this feel easy? Why do I have some space? Why do I have some free time? And I mean, I'm talking small amounts, but instead of just going, 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 acknowledging that sometimes it doesn't create what you need always, and you can create things and do things without just working, 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 you can just be, and that's a bizarre thing. So I'm still processing it. I don't know if that makes sense. We talk all about it in this tarot card reading. Um, the updates before we get into it with Laura Mahoney, who I've been wanting to podcast with forever. So just a couple of updates. I feel like there's a ton, but just so I can quickly go with it. We are uh, opening September 22nd for the gym. We'll have teas. We will have impacts. Um, we are still figuring out what that looks like as far as building out that tea bar and coffee bar, but we are really, really excited to make that happen. Um, the impacts, we have an incredible collaboration coming in October with a company called BirthFit. So you are the first to hear of this. This is a mom to be, and I just turned a mom company called BirthFit that I love. And so all of October, we are focusing on um, just taking care of moms. So I'm going to interview my mom on Meathead Hippie. We're going to interview three BirthFit instructors and experts, including Lindsay Matthews, who is the, the founder of BirthFit. And we created an MPAC BirthFit bag. So a diaper bag MPAC that I've been working on for ever. And it is launching in October. And I am so, so, so excited about that. So keep an eye out for that in October. 
there are a couple other things that I want to talk to you that are happening in September. So Denver Startup Week, I am going to be a part of three things Denver Startup Week. That is the largest free entrepreneurship event in the world. So over 18,000 people were there last year. Uh, It was so cool. I got to watch Mark Cuban. He came. It's right here in Denver all week. And Tuesday, I am going to be pitching a little bit about my company with women who start up. On Thursday, I'm going to host my own panel right at Basecamp at 8 a.m. about biohacking the entrepreneur, which I'm so excited about. And then Thursday afternoon, I'm going to be talking about InstaFamous. So that's something super exciting. And then I ship off to Austin, and I'm going to be a part of the NTA Business Summit talking about how to bring a product to life. So I have a busy few weeks, which is why I think this podcast was so important for me. Um, I hope you guys love it. Please enjoy. I love the, just really quick. The other day I started reading comments and your reviews. I didn't even know you guys are incredible. You just made my whole day driving home in Labor Day traffic. I posted it on Instagram. Seriously, all your support. I love it. Thank you. Enjoy. (laughs) I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. Everyone, this is Laura Mahoney. We are so excited to be talking. We just hit record because there's just too yeah. much, too many gems. And you're in Sweet 222, which I'm going to show you what that is. Too. What does Sweet 222 mean? Um, let me read it to you because it's so cool. So we're sitting in, our, in my office above the gym which the gym is um, unit 100, and now um, my office is in, yep, suite 222, and we open on 922, which I, I found out was a magical number. And so it says, so this is for both of us, um, number 22, and I was like, of course she's in suite 222 because it's a number that's been appearing to me. Uh, 222 has to do with balance, manifesting miracles, and new auspicious and timely opportunities. Angel number 222 encourages you to take a balanced, harmonious, and peaceful stance in all areas of your life. Mm. Yeah. This message is to keep, let's see. Oh, and then I can't see the rest of it, but apparently that's the. I love it. Like, it's all coming together in sweet 222. Yes. <laughs> and then on the way over here, there was a graffiti wall. It had a yin yang on one side, mm. and it said, We are one in rainbow colors. I love I it. Like these cards. So. This is so fun because we forever ago did tarot together. It feels like forever ago, but it wasn't. And I decided, well, we've been wanting to do this podcast forever about (laughs) a year or two. two. Yeah. So Laura met and I met because um, she, you're my photographer. You take amazing photos and then you tapped into the side of yourself that was always there. Yeah. That was like this moment of, oh my God, I think i I think I have a gift. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you got into tarot. So I would like to know that story of you kind of how that happened, how that door opened, uh-huh. and how I think the process that we're even that we you probably still go through of accepting that this is something that you are able to bring to people. Yeah. You know, like that recognition of this is something that is a gift and I do have it and I I'm gonna own it because I, it's clear it's working. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because my, I don't know, my life is, has, I feel like it's been kind of miraculous, but it started like, so when I was younger, I was really spiritual 
I think, well, I was actually religious. I was Episcopalian, and um, but I always had like that God in me. Um, and then in my twenties, I, I remember my ex-husband at the time. He was um, he was my boyfriend at the time, but he he was like, I feel like you're magical, and he's not somebody that would ever say anything like that. And then I think I saw a Peter Peter Sellers movie, uh, a Pink Panther movie, and they were making fun of him, the Pink Panther guy, the actor, going to a psychic and getting advice. Because uh, later on he died and, and things like that. So I just was, so for some reason that planted a thought that this stuff isn't real. Um, and I shut it down. Yeah. And I proceeded to uh, get into a marriage that didn't serve me. I I followed my head. I was like, oh, on paper, yes. And I was, I was followed my head and not my heart. Um, and the more that I did that, the worse that things got. And now I know why. But, um, and then I just was not happy. And I was not doing things that were integrity or alignment with myself, which uh, just, just, you know, drinking too much and just numbing and just not being present with yeah. my family, my kids, my friends, like anybody. I was like, oh, like I call it the ghost syndrome where you're like, ooh, like everything <laughs> is like that. And that's not a good energy to have. Yeah. But um, so then I just, I had actually a ray, this sounds weird, but anything that happens to me that I consider weird, I look up and I'm like, oh, it's a spiritual thing. So I had a ray of blue light coming out of my forehead, my third eye. And that's actually Archangel Michael, a symbol for him. And he's, Did you have a vision? What was this? A yeah. dream? Like oh, I was wow. lying in bed, my eyes were yeah. closed, and I just saw this blue ray of light. And I looked it up, and I saw pictures that were similar to it. And Archangel Michael is an energy that cuts the bad things out of your life. And then I started, I don't even remember how, but I started pulling cards. Tarot cards. Tarot cards. And... I, I think it was an online app and I just would pull them and it was like for a year I pulled uh, like swords. Swords are clearing out of energy that you don't need and don't ser- that doesn't serve you. And it was like there's this heart with three, uh, three swords in it and that's like divorce, separation, like uh, me laying down on the ground or the card that's laying down on the ground and it has all the swords in the back and it was all these endings, endings, endings. And then um, it took me four years but I... I got out of my marriage, um, which wasn't serving me, and I and then I was like, "Hell, I'm not doing that again." <laughs> and so, <laughs> what did I do? And that's when I started this process. In hindsight, it was this process of following my inner voice, which was mm. I sat in my shit and or poo, I guess I could say, but whatever. I cuss. Um, so I, I sat in my shit. I felt my feelings. Um, and because I had shut them down for such a long time, because I'm a highly sensitive person, I'm intuitive, empathic, and I denied that, and it really jacked up my energy. It constricts everything. This is so fun. So she walked into our office with this chart that if you are part of, you know, if you follow the Body Awareness Project or you're, if you're part of my talks on adrenals, you know the difference between sympathetic and parasympathetic how it's connected to our spine, how it's connected to our gut, how, how it's connected to our glutes, our hips, to everything. But I love the take that you just said, because you're about ready to say it, that mm-hmm. when we're in the sympathetic, straight, stressed, fight or flight response, it's not just about what it does to your body physiologically, right? So it doesn't just constrict organs. Think 
of everything else, your energy, everything, your intuition. And energy is God. Like you could see it as God, but it's yeah. what animates our bodies. It's like your heart's made up of all these electrical impulses. I just, yeah, I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> this is like just this very simple ch- chart. And you can see that physiologically, you know, and that's something that I'm learning in the work that I'm doing is that um, this judgment, you know, we have this judgment of mental health issues, like whether it's being like on the spectrum or depression or anxiety, we judge like, oh, I shouldn't feel this way or whatever. Sometimes it's just simply a physiological response mm. that we need to get out of and we can get, and, and, and that physio, physio, physiologically, energetically, spiritually, when we're in that flight or fight, it's like a constriction. Mm. And it's like when you walk up to somebody and you're like, you know, you might want to, I don't know, like do a business deal. People can feel that constricted energy and maybe it's they feel the lack because you actually your heart field is actually it can extend out from you, you know, twelve. Well, you're feet you're learning expand it. You're learning how to protect yourself because like highly sensitive people, empaths, it's hard to empaths. be empaths. <laughs> I know. Thanks mom for the name. <laughs> you know, it's so hard because you you feel so much and then you're taught not to feel that. So you shut it down. And the way we shut it down, I think, is in this constant sympathetic right. state. And you constrict. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you something that was like super embarrassing to me, like growing up was I had severe constipation, like severe, like I had to go to doctors for it. And um, I haven't really ever talked about that. Like I've talked about it to my inner circle people, but I look at that and I'm like, it's severe constipation from like shutting down my emotions. Wow. Yeah. Shutting down my heart, shutting it down who I am, shutting it down because like the world was too harsh for me and I didn't know how to use my voice. I mean, and it, it caused, <laughs> it stops you up. It stops. Everything <laughs> stops. You can't flow quite yeah. literally in that sense is like a great representation, but then think of people that are trying to expand and raise their vibration and create connections with people and expand their business. It's just like you just said, it can't flow. It's, right. it's stuck. Oh, this right. is, I love and if it. You do it from, and your head is, I consider like head as being the constrictor mm-hmm. and your heart is the opener. And so, um, we'll talk about meditation later, but, and it's like, Oh God, it took me <laughs> from my twenties. My spirits have been telling me relentlessly to meditate and I didn't do it until this past year and holy. Okay. So how did you geez. do it? Cause I'm, I'm dabbling in it. And all I do is I take a phrase and I play this peaceful meditation playlist on Spotify and I say the phrase over and over until the song's over. And then if I do that, I'm like, yes, I meditated. <laughs> <laughs> You did. I did, but I've done it like four times, Laura. Yeah. So I need to do it more. I would love to hear your step, like your entryway into this. Okay. Uh, So like everything else in my life, it's just these things magically appear. The more I follow my guides and my spirits and the numbers and the signs, the more I'm on the path, the, the more things just show up. And I actually had this tape, like it was a book on tape of... Uh, Yangi Menger Rinpoche, and he's a Tibetan monk who had severe anxiety, um, where he had panic attacks, and he healed himself through meditation. And then he's also been studied by scientists um, and things like that. So 
uh, which they talk about neuroplasticity and how you can change your brain yeah. and you can do it through all of this stuff. So it all interconnects. But <clears throat> so he is incredible. And I was, you know, cause I took, uh, I just, he cleared up a lot of myths. You, he goes, it's not about blissing out. It's not about, um, he, he, it's not about, um, I must peace. And then he's like, you're so stressed. And it's like, it's this like difference between tension and, um, and relaxation. So too relaxed, you're a zombie and then you fall asleep too tense and you're stressed out. Yeah. So it's, that's why, so he said, you keep your spine straight. Um, and then you relax the rest of your body. So you can do it doing anything. You can do it driving. You can do it uh, we could be doing it now. Just the awareness that I see you, I'm talking to you is meditation. He said, as long as you're aware, all it is is awareness. Mm. That's what meditation is. And I was, I, so I watched so many videos of him, his, and it's simple. That's, it comes down to that. So he says, his father taught him, meditate a minute. And it's like a drop in a bucket. The bucket will soon get like soon or at when it's own when it's in its own time it will get full. So I said I can do this. I have an insight timer on my phone and um I just set it for 3 minutes. And so I've been actually 3 minutes 11 seconds, but I've been doing 3 minutes 11 seconds every day and I'm up to like 150 days, I think almost. Um and miracles are showing up in my life. Thoughts are like just these insights and and things like that that are like your messages are clear because you get messages. Yeah. Yeah. And even more so, like beyond anything, I could, like I'm watching Eckhart Tolle and I'm like, thought of that, experienced that, did that, explained that. I watched Dr. Wayne Dyer, thought of that, experience that, came up with that on my own. And then he's getting stuff from like Lao Tzu and the, the um, uh, Tao Te Ching. And it's like, I was like, oh my gosh that came to me through meditation and it's in the Tao. So it's like, I'm realizing that through meditation that, you know, it's just, it's this repackaging and repackaging and repackaging. And so for me to accept my gifts, I have to understand like, cause I want to be original and I want to be like, no, nobody else thought of this. It's all been thought of, but it's like, I, and Yoshi says this to me, he's my husband and my soulmate, but he says, you explain things to people in a way that they understand. And so I'm actually, and it's, that's one of my gifts too, is that I can, I can make sense of things. So it was basically, don't limit yourself, understand that you can do it like for 30 seconds in a day. And if you sit in your car and you're driving and you are paying attention to sound, that's meditation. So mm -hmm. he says, basically what you're doing is controlling the monkey mind. <clears throat> and you think of it as a cube. There's a whole uh, window on each, each side of those cubes, and those are each of your senses. So you, the, you, do a, you can do a sound meditation. You can do a taste meditation. You can do whatever. It's just awareness, yeah. sight. So if you're driving or if I'm sitting here, I can just think about the, what I'm hearing, and you just listen, or you count your breaths, and you're counting your breaths. What I, and so just the intention that you want to meditate is enough because that's awareness, mm -hmm. Um, and so I love, I just sit there and I just listen and then it's interesting. Like I've heard it's just what you hear and the insights that you have. Like I'm hearing the seasons change now because I'm noticing different noises mm. as the seasons change and it's really cool. And so 
Um, and what you're doing is the monkey mind likes to jump from window to window to window to window. It's like you're thinking, seeing, I got to do this, do this, this. And it, you're training the monkey mind. Mm -hmm. So you're being the boss of the monkey mind. The monkey mind, like, the monkey mind likes to be the boss. You're like, nope, I'm the boss. We're going to listen. And it mm. makes him quiet. And it changes. It makes new neuronal connections that are peaceful. And it keeps you in the parasympathetic so, which all these benefits happen, you know, and then you learn to be more and more in that parasympathetic. Yeah. So well, anyway. it's, we're supposed to be 80% parasympathetic, 20% sympathetic, you know, and th so that means if I'm rest and digest is another name for parasympathetic. So anytime we eat, anytime we breathe, anytime we sleep, anytime we meditate, we're in parasympathetic. Mm -hmm. We cannot digest well in sympathetic, which mm -hmm. also is why people get digestive issues. Right. Yep. We can't do, we can't think clearly because our brain is, we're dry, being driven off of cortisol, right. which I think is like a cloud. It's like a foggy glass that we're trying to see through. Which is what meditation actually clears the glass. Like it, I love it. it um, he says that like you, if the water's disturbed, you can't see yeah. clearly. But if you have stillness, you can see the bottom. Mm. Um, and then the other thing I think that creates that cloudiness is that, so what I've learned through this is acceptance um, and not judging your thoughts. So everything, the last piece of that meditation is like, oh, my, my thoughts wandered. That's okay. Oh, I, I, I feel like I'm not doing a good enough job. That's okay too. I'm, I'm now looking at things instead of seeing or instead of listening. That's okay. Like there, he said, everything is okay. There's no wrong. Mm -hmm. And think about like how releasing that judgment, like how that, and you meditate and you practice that. It's okay. I lost, I, I didn't think that's okay. Yeah. And if you do that, like you put that into your work, your workouts, like whatever you are staying in that parasympathetic because you're not getting into that flight or fight state. You're not creating cortisol. You're not because you're like, that's okay. They're just thoughts. Just thoughts. It's like I was explaining the situation where I got really angry at somebody who I felt was um, an adult who was being uh, unfair to your son. Unfair to my son. And I just had anger like I hadn't felt. And I was saying how I don't even have that as an emotion in my, uh, my, my emotion tracker. And I just went off like physically in my head. And these things that you don't want to admit. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty much killing her. <laughs> it's like, but I, I practice. That's okay. It's just a thought. It's not reality. I'm not doing that. I'm just thinking. There's it. no judgment. We put so many it's judgment. Okay. Why do we judge ourselves so it's harshly? Gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's a thought. It's gone. She, I, and I feel like I can see her, and and by releasing that and allowing myself that process, I now am sitting in this. I see her as possibly a wounded mm -hmm. child or like somebody who's wounded and acting from those wounds and acting from a state of being constricted because we don't act like that to other people unless we're constricted. Yeah. So that's not really a judgment. I, to me, that's a fact, whatever. But, um, what's interesting. Yeah. I just had a call with my coach right before this, my mm -hmm. business coach. And it was like this whole thing of like, I kind of have a pet peeve of people saying, you know, like, right, think the things that you're grateful for because thinking doesn't always put you in that state. It's like all these people are like, okay, do it, think. It's like so logical and 
analytical and it's still not this connection of brain and heart because your brain, no matter how many times you say it, don't have judgment, let it go, let it go, let it go. If you don't truly feel it. And she, she just said it so well, like changing your thoughts will not work because your brain says that's bullshit. No matter what, if your heart doesn't feel it, it won't change. And so I think it's like this, it was this epiphany of like, okay, questioning it. If I can say, you know, I'm questioning how I feel, why I'm not feeling grateful or why I'm not feeling peaceful or why I don't feel happy, but without judgment still, because questioning can easily go to judgment too. Like I'm, I'm less worthy because I, I don't know. I went down the tangent. So I think that's like the whole process instead of just thinking over and over. Can I suggest something? Yeah. Like that's, so it's, if you sit in that, like you were saying, um, what were you saying that you were feeling? Like sit in that feeling. So you were like, uh, you're trying to, like, you're trying to create gratitude and that's. Well, this is, and this is, that was an example. My, this is very specifically for me. And this is a question that I'm going to ask for Tarot is, um, you guys are going to get to know me really well. So I don't do well receiving Uh unless I feel like I worked for it or deserved it. And so it was this, why do you not feel like you deserve it? And I think a lot of it's my past and um, how I grew up and blah, 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 blah. Totally in your head right now. Totally in my head. I'm thinking about it over and over. You need to sit in it. I just need to sit in it. And so that question, like, we all know, and you haven't given yourself, you just admitted to not meditating, (laughs) but so you haven't sat, but like, if you can get yourself still and think... I might not know the answer right away, and we'll ask the cards still, but it's your heart. Your heart has all the answers. Your heart is actually a brain, and it has neuro, it remembers. Mm. And so by sitting, like, there's, like, there's things where people have heart transplants, and they, like, all of a sudden crave burgers, or they have dreams about somebody murdering them, and the heart that came, that they came from, the person was murdered. So they caught the murderer by this person having Did you ever dream. see that movie called Return to Me uh-uh. with Minnie Driver and David, David DeCoffany or David, what's his Company. name? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love. Yeah. That is all about a heart transplant. It's the cutest movie in the world. It's such a chick flick, but it's one of my favorites. Because like <laughs> oh, there's an animal involved, so I'm obsessed with it. Oh, okay. If you, if Just you sit in it. sit there and you think, so that question, um, and you just start thinking instead of like, why, you just think, what emotions are coming up for me? Mm-hmm. What does it feel like when somebody wants to give to me and, and I have to receive and I don't feel like I, I deserve it or whatever? Like, how, where am I feeling it in my body? Like, am I feeling it in my limbs? That means I want to run. That means I'm in flight or fight. Like, I'm running away from something. Or I feel it in my, in my stomach chakra. I'm feeling a lack of power, a loss of power. I'm feeling... Unloved, I'm feeling like I don't have a voice. And so see where you feel that. Like that's a process I have a lot of people do is when you have an issue, see where you feel it in your body because that's your heart's way of speaking to you because technically it doesn't have a voice. It speaks to you in feelings and energy and that's your intuition. And also by doing this, you're going to further develop your intuition and you're going to trust it. And you're and you're going to quiet that monkey mind that's going, well, maybe it's because in my history and I have this. You know what I mean? Like, you can, <laughs> right? Like, because you can tell, like, when somebody gets in their brain, they, like, make this face and then they start doing, like, yep. that's the head. And the head is, your heart knows and your heart has memory. And so your heart, the thing about your heart is that, like, so we, de- 
we repress memories. We, we shove things down and we forget things to protect ourselves, but your heart doesn't forget. So that's how you access it is by feeling it because your heart can tell you, but it can only tell you in that energetic way. Does that make sense? Totally. I I think I answered your question. I think you did. I thought it would come out. That's why I was like, let's just wait till we like, cause I'll be in a flow and I'm thinking of a million things and I'm like, but I know it's going to flow, but yeah, do that yeah. because you, I'm finding through the gift of learning from my kids and all this work that I'm doing and my experiences that like, and it's ancient wisdom. We know the answers and, and that's not like a put off, but it's like, when you learn to read the signs of spirit that you're given, like synchronicities, and you just know. I think and you also have more like... Like you knew you were going to have that gym. It was in your heart, mm-hmm. and it made these cards pop out. Yeah. The ones that you needed to hear. And that's the difference if someone's new to tarot that I want them to understand. Like it's not just... It's not this fortune telling. No. It is just a sign that is needed when you are maybe just a little hesitant to believe it. Yeah, it's validation. And sometimes it's like, because it's, and it's outside of yourself. And you're like, so many times it's like, okay, what are the chances? You know what I mean? Like, what are the chances that card's going to come up? Like I've worked with people that are going through divorce and these cards, they pop out. Yeah, like like popcorn. Like, boing. And it was like, oh, should I get divorced or not? And it's like, I know in my head, I'm like, oh, geez, we know the answer to this. And so does she. But we're just going to see what the cards say. And then it's like, bling, and it pops out. And the card was release. Ah, yeah. And then it's like, and of course you could read that as anyway. Like maybe it was like release another situation so your marriage can grow. No, it's like, bling, I know. Yeah. I know that what that means. That means that I need to. Do you pull tarot cards for yourself? Oh, yeah, all the time. So I do the pendulum. I do the pendulum a lot. My mom has got me a pendulum. Did we talk about the pendulum? And I don't think we did. Oh my god! So this is such. A, oh my god! This is so great that you brought that up. I was going to bring a pendulum too. So this is how. This is actually how. Well, it kind of relates to how the cards work. Okay. I'll explain the tarot cards later, but like it's kind of how that law of attraction works. It's also how you manifest things. So, you can. So just energetically, like your heart is this strong thing that can pull things in and it can repel things. So it can, you know, like, um, so if you have, uh, and I've told you this before. So if you're standing there, there's this thing called the sway test. So if you stand there with your eyes closed and you just try and remain neutral, you can do that for a second. And then, um, and then if I say, okay, think of love, think of your dude, think of anything that makes you happy. Um, think love, joy, yes, anything, grace, like all those words. And you're going to find, you're going to start to rock forward on your toes. And then I'm going to go, okay, open your eyes and then reset. And then I'm going to be like, okay, think of Hitler, Nazis, killing, um, somebody yelling at you. And it's like, you're going to like, your kneecaps are going to start firing. Mm-hmm. And you're going to like, because it's, or even the word no. You, you um, and if back. you yeah. look at people, like plants grow or plants grow towards the light. They, um, I love seeing that. That's my favorite I when I see a plant indoors oh, yeah, in a crack. That, yeah. And you're just like, and they oh do. my gosh, it's just the coolest thing. And yeah. we're the, how are we any different? We're, we're like that. Yeah. And it's that energy. So their energy 
beings. And it's like they're a, you know, a slow example because they're going to light slowly, but you'll notice over time and we're the same way. So if we like somebody, we'll have our eyes wide open. We'll be like leaning forward. If we don't like somebody or a situation, we cross our arms yes. and we lean backwards. If you, if I say, oh, like what does somebody look like who's afraid? They're back. They're putting their hands up or whatever. And so that's what the pendulum is. So that's a physical representation of how strong your heart is. The pendulum is a physical object that you can hold over your hand and you're like, show me yes. I assume your yes swings towards your heart. Yeah, clockwise. And then um, the other one, like mine goes kind of back and forth towards mm. me for yes and no, it goes across me. Um, so if you think about when you are, like everything is energy, inorganic or organic. And it's like, if you could move something that's inorganic with just thinking yes or no, think, think of what like your thoughts do. And so when you're judging yourself, I bet you that like, if you're holding this and you're thinking, here's one of mine, I suck at running, I'm unworthy, like whatever those are, you're like blocking yourself. And so you're not receptive, you're constricting, goes back to that constrictive energy. And then you're not going to manifest things. So it's like, but when you think yes, even if you don't truly believe it, you, that's why you got to get into that feeling and shut the, shut the head down and get into the heart. And you do that through meditation. And then it's like bringing everything in because you can't, it's this presence and, and validating and feeling your emotions, using your voice. Like all of these things were things that I just came up with, like, and I'm doing air quotes on my own, but that I that came to me through spirit, these are all ways where you manifest things in your life and why my life has changed to be magical. Like, and Anybody can access it. Anybody can thing, access it. Just like you said, just a, a point, because I think so many of my listeners are guilty of this. I am also guilty of this. The Even the I hate running or I don't, I hate the way I look or delete that picture or, oh my God, ew. Uh-huh. It's like we are doing it to protect ourselves because we, it's just this it's a weird reverse way totally. and then it backfires. So yeah. I think just understanding that saying I'm horrible at this or I'm not good at this or I don't deserve that, even if it's on a very like day-to-day basis of like, oh, I look gross today or my hair sucks, yeah. that all is something your body feels. And you're manifesting. And you just explained it in a way that makes sense. Yeah. So and don't you- do that shit, people. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> and it's like physically you can see like – I'm blocking and you just in yeah. your your body even tells you it constricts. Yeah. This is so perfect because I talk about uh I have this private Facebook group, this thing and it's so fun because it's just like you know, why aren't we sticking to patterns? Why aren't we sticking with the things that we want? Because we want to maybe raise our vibration, but after a week or two that goes back down because it's yeah. not truly we're not truly changing. We are just wanting to change. It's in our head. We cannot connect with it because it's just not the frequency we're at. Mm -hmm. So how do you change the frequency? And this is exactly how, like, that's the biggest question is like, okay, I'm eager. I want to raise my vibration. I want to be a better human. I want to access that part of me, but there's no action. And this is action. This is action. This is perfect. I love this. You can also put everything through that filter to create that change. Like it's, and, and I don't know. It, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Of that, like, is this something that's doing that? Like, and I'm waving my hands across my chest, like in a, like a note, but it's like, am I blocking myself? Like you can tell, like you just check in with your body. Like I suck at running. 
how am I feeling right now? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you guys can even feel it. Like other people, like you out there, when I say I suck at running, you probably feel that self yuckiness yeah. <laughs> that I'm putting out there, right? Yeah. You can feel it. And even though it's recorded or whatever, it's energy and other people. So you're blocking. People aren't going to be running with me Mm-mm. if I say that. No. Nope. <laughs> but if I'm like, I do my best, one of my mantras, I feel like also you have to be authentic. So you have to find those things that are authentic to you that can act as little bridges. I'm just coming up with this now on the fly. But you have to find those words that are authentic to you that are little bridges until you can find that. Like I'm finding my joy right now. And it's like, what are those little bridges? Like I do my best. And when I find that I do my best and I don't compare myself to like, let's say CrossFit, you know, I'm, that person's deadlifting faster than me. Oh, I just, I gotta, okay, I'm going to try a little harder. And I think I'm making myself better. That's constrictive energy. It's blocking me. And what I found is that, like, that was a great teacher for me. I was like, I'm not even, that is taking my attention over to the side, back to me, over to the side, and I'm not doing my best. What is my best? And my best almost always, always beats other people. Not that that's the end goal, (laughs) but because they're obviously, I'm not a master's champion, let's just say that. (laughs) But it's like, but from, and then I found my joy because I was happy. I was like, because I did my best and that was loving. Oh, yeah. And then they might've beaten me, but I did my best. And then I was like, you did awesome. And I felt that joy because I, it was self-love and that's expansive and you're in that expansive energy so you can show it to other people. Yep. Totally. I love it. Cause you found, you accessed it in an environment that doesn't necessarily, necessarily condone it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's power. And you can, yeah. that means that in any job, any, any situation, in any environment that you can't control, releasing the fact that I can't control this, I have no control over it, because there is a way to find a common right. ground, a bridge, as you say. I and love that. And the soul that. doesn't want to be controlled. I just heard that. Oh. So it's like if you think of that. Yeah. It's very that, horse of you. Yeah. And it also relates to a message for you about like how we were talking about how you run from things. Guys, I'm a, I'm a hummingbird. I run. In the past? I fly. The hummingbird is actually joy, a spirit animal for joy, just by the way. So you can maybe reframe that. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. But you're, I don't even, I just, I'm talking out of my channel. But um, so uh, what was I saying about, oh, so the message I got for you this morning was that the, it came out of like there's this, I don't know, you, uh, the, you, the, so it goes from like the soul doesn't want to be controlled to there's a big you and a little you. And then this is, this is from Gary Zukoff, uh, who I heard on Oprah um, a while ago. But soul sessions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like the mothership is the big you. And then your personality is the little you. And so if the little you goes off away from the mothership, that's when you hit the rough waters. But if you stay with the mothership, it's kind of smooth. And so then it was the, um, it was just kind of like the, about how, so the, you know, when you meditate, you're accessing the big you is actually your heart. So the mothership is actually your heart and that's how you access it. And it doesn't want to be controlled and stay with me because I'm trying to figure out how this came to me, but it was like, so the way that you kind of control it is by getting into your heart. And then you don't need to run. You can act from love and from intention instead of acting from a place of fear. Mm. Because the 
the little ship that's the little you, your personality, and that's your, your thoughts like that we were establishing the earlier. monkey brain. And it runs off. Yeah. So when you feel like that, when you feel like running. Go straight back home. Go to your heart. Go home. Go to the big you. And think of your heart as the mothership and just be like, I don't even have to figure this out. I just need to feel that expanse. I need to feel mm-hmm. something that. And get yourself into that expansion. And just stay there. And then ask yourself that question of, you know, am I, am I moving towards something in a growing, in that like, I love you type of way? Or am I kind of like clutching? Like, am I going there with resistance or am mm-hmm. I going there with a relaxed, is it the, in the flow of my life? Hmm. And you'll really, you usually know because things get jacked up if it's not in the flow of your life because you might get in a car accident. You might have, like I got, uh, when I was in my marriage, uh, spirit was like, hey, you're going to be in this CrossFit competition and you're going to flip a tire and tear your ACL at your busiest time of the year for pictures, October. So that knocked me down and I had to, I had to stop. So if you don't... The universe always says, it's like getting sick. It's like when you get sick and you're like, oh, yep, I, I think this is my sign to slow down. Yeah, they're like, yeah, if you don't do it, we're going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I totally just had that. <laughs> what was so interesting anyway. is... Um, I just had this really exciting opportunity and it fell through and I was so, so heartbroken. I mean, this is very recent. This is like four days ago. And I was just so upset because I was like, I cannot see the purpose because everything felt like the universe was aligning and everything was so magical. And so then it was more of like, why did I have so much expectation on that? Mm -hmm. And why did I feel like that was going to solve something or be the answer to something? And it just like really made me think like even in the moments of whether it's this is what we didn't it wasn't a breakup but if it's a breakup or if it's a something that kind of makes your heart sad so I I like really felt like I got dumped even though it was not anything relationship yeah. it was a business opportunity and I was like oh, what is that like why do I feel so heartbroken by this and I'm like well I think it has to have a lesson so that's actually one of my questions is what the lesson is of why that didn't come through yeah if I can, because I think that's the one thing I'm like, I, I feel like I know it's all supposed to work out in its own time. And then you, we say that over and over and everything happens for a reason. But there's still sometimes you're like, oh, that's still really sucks. Yes, <laughs> this sucks. Like, why? You know, and I know there's a why and I know that it's all fine and blah, blah, blah. But I think that was something that I was like, I'm curious if. I just felt like the timing of us meeting was perfect because I was like, there's the gym opening and then there's this and then there's me knowing, you know, I just want to be the best I can be. And I think that it's so much, so many times, whether it's me or someone listening, it's like we are our own limiting factor. Yeah, I feel like it's, um, I'm going to pull cards on it, but I feel like it's so that you know your own value. Oh, shit, that's heavy. Yeah. Because you don't need that. And that kind of question actually has been, that actual question has come to me a lot lately. And it's like, sometimes it's so hard, you know? And it's, sometimes it just takes patience and time and developing, like it could be a spiritual practice for you to to develop your faith and you'll find out later. You know, like, yeah, on Christmas, I, there was, I took the family to uh, Christmas Eve. I took our blended family that I love. Uh, it was really important to me to go to this service. It's a spiritual service. 
And all the kids got bent out of shape about it, and it caused like a lot of friction between me and one of the kids. And they, and during the service, I actually like there's this group meditations, powerful. And I was like, so what do you want? And I felt these angel wings come around all five of us, and I said, I want love and healing in all my relationships and for our family because we've been through a lot. And I wound up crying, and kids were upset. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve, no pressure. And it's like, seriously? And I just went with it. And I just kept in my heart, and I felt it, and this sucks. And wow, like, I, it, it, we, had, we, are, we had a lot of healing this past, since then. Like, mm-hmm. incredible healing. We're close, and mm-hmm. insights and things like that. And it's like profound. Like, you ask spirit for something, and it's like, you couldn't even, that's, it's also to discover the magic. Like, we've been talking about magic. And it's like, I could have never, could not have crafted that. And that story, like, I, and if I tell in more detail, it's even more like, oh, my God. But it's just, it's, you can't, like, the things that, and then me finding oh, Yoshi, my soulmate. Like, the way that he came about in my life. I love you, Yoshi. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> I want to help people find their Yoshis. If you're looking yeah. for a soulmate, I can help you. She's really good at that. Oh, my God. But, um. And among other things, like your sole job, whatever. Like, it's all the same stuff. It's your heart. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I love it. It's just you You ask for these things. So I would also ask, what have I been asking for lately? And how could this this perceived, because it's all your, your own illusion mm-hmm. of failure or whatever you're thinking it is. I assume it's failure, rejection or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it here to teach you? Which is what you're doing. But also, like, how does it connect with what you've been, what has your heart wanted lately? And you might have a hidden block that that's why. And then you release that block and maybe this thing will come back. Or maybe it'll be your greatest teacher that you can go on and be like, holy crap, guys, (laughs) on a podcast where you're like, if that hadn't happened, this wouldn't have happened. Totally. I know. God, it's so hard to see that sometimes. we're controllers. We are. I'm the old. Oh God! Yes. Constipation. That was like <laughs> that was like a big epiphany for me. I don't know why it took me so long to realize how much of a control freak I was. <laughs> I'm like I'm a free spirit hummingbird. I love everything. I'm like oh my God. I'm such a control freak. <laughs> oh, it jumped out. I did jump out. I hadn't even asked. Time to rest or take a vacation. Allow more time before making a decision. Meditation may provide answers. <laughs> I did not write that card. <laughs> that was the first card that came out, and I just got it on video. That's awesome. I know. And it's um, all these people. It's all these people, but it's all these horses, too, like that are surrounding you. Um, and you just need to rest. And you're, this, you're in the middle of this forest. You're like this white horse. Um, so it means that you're in the light, you're pure, like everybody is, you know, and, um, but it's like, and then do you see these kind of like vibrational vibes coming at you? Yeah. So it's what we said, sit in your poo, be quiet and still, see where you're feeling it and the answers will come to you. I've been in rest mode. I've been in straight hibernation. Mm-hmm. It's been Good. the most bizarre thing I've ever, I don't. Are you accepting that? It's yeah, in a way, weird way, I kind of am. Like I'm like I'm not gonna feel guilty about canceling this, and it's the first time. And I even just wrote about this, um, in my newsletter. I'm like I don't know why I feel 
so okay with like hibernating. I just know I need to do it. I went that oh. came up in a card reading where somebody was told to hibernate and just it kept on like you know how the cards are super redundant and they're like they hit you over the head with a hammer yeah. with the messages. Um and it's like, oh my God, we we're just talking about it. And that card says exactly what we we're just talking about, just like just happened. Mm. Um, but it she was told to uh she needs to rest. <laughs> oh my God. She didn't show up for CrossFit class. She slept for 12 hours and she kept sleeping. She and just rested. Sleep. And then she took like, I think that day she took like a two or four hour nap. And then she just slept another 12 hours. And now things are amazing in her. Like she's having incredible, like profound opportunities beyond her wildest dreams, which also came, you know, up in card readings like two years ago, just like yours. So the cards, like, you know, we're talking about the pendulum. And so what happens with the cards for those? So... Maybe it's a good time to talk about the process. And yeah. So my belief is, nobody's ever taught me this. It's just from my own intuition. And what I see and what I've learned is that your heart is this giant magnet. And so, because I'm like, how do these cards know mm. just the right messages? Yeah. And it just, your heart, these the cards just pop out of the deck. It doesn't matter if you choose them, if I choose them. They just come out, the cards that are supposed, and then you build the story and you're like, I couldn't have made that up. It's exactly, and you usually everybody knows what the cards are supposed to say, or sometimes, um, a lot of times it's illuminating, but it's illuminating in a way where you make new neural connections. Because mm-hmm. I always put things in the physiological sense, which I love, and then it sticks. So those new connections are kind of permanent, and then they stay. And actually, like through the card readings that I do, I am a healer. Um, I don't like to lab- label myself. I call myself an illuminary, which I made up, but uh, I just illuminate what. Is hard is hidden in people because you can't see your own stuff, especially when you're like in emotion. Yeah, and like why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it sucks when totally you're in that place. I know it really does. Well, I'm. I will say with this. Four, so it's a four of air card that I need to take a vacation, which I feel like I did for four days. So I guess I need to stay on this hibernation stint. Um, it could be six months. I'm not saying be. it is. Well, there was no way this opportunity that I asked about. There was, it was going to be the, I would have had to be the most high performing Emily that I've ever been. And the card is saying to take a rest. It's like, it wasn't the time. That's the yeah, answer. That's the, it the wasn't the time. Hmm. Okay, and universe. your answers will come from you. You still don't, don't think that that answer will release you from not being still. I know. <laughs> still I'm like, still. okay, now I can work. Oh, one minute a day. Yeah. Totally. I can do that. I'm going to do moments. that. I'm going to text you as soon as I do it for I five it, days in a row. Yeah. And I do it a bunch of, like, I, at my computer, I'm like, oh, I think I should meditate. So I sit there and I'm like, what do I hear? Okay, I meditated. And it, yeah. it's not, and that releases judgment and, and feeling like you're, because meditation for all its goodness, I haven't done it in these 20 some years because I felt like I wasn't good enough. What totally. the hell is that? Yeah. You're not good enough opposite. to meditate. <laughs> that's so true. I love this. So that's what kept me from meditating because yeah. I was wrong and I didn't, is bad and really, you know, yeah. and that's why I try not to label things, but yeah. So I the, love it. Okay. That's good. That was cool. That answer just, that was see. it. I need a rest. Yes. Um, <laughs> Should I ask another question? Yeah. Do you want me to explain the tarot cards or do you want me to? I think I'm feeling it. Let's just. Okay. Ask the question. Yeah. Okay. Do it. I think the question is how this, this access. So the business, my business coach, Melanie, yeah. was like, ask her, because she knew I was going to talk to you yeah. after this. She goes, ask her, how do you access the gifts that are sent your way without you having to work for those gifts? So I do really good for, I do really good receiving gifts if I'm like, yes, I 
earned this. I deserve this. I worked for it. So it's like things that are, somebody does something for me. I'm like, okay, I need to pay you back. Or like, you know, for example, I have this incredible woodworker, Joe, Joe Woodman, who built me these amazing tables for Element, for the tea company. He's going to build me some beautiful stuff for the gym. I'm like, okay, if you do this, I have to give you something in return. There's no way I can accept this as a gift. And that's, so that's an example of like, I don't, I can't receive things. Is that a question? Is that a good question? Yeah. Well, part of it, I, and so, okay, so for everybody out there, part of my stuff is I channel stuff. I just get, it's a clear cognizance, which means clear knowing, which it's outside of me. And then I just, I'll make this like roundabout thing with my hand, but, and I close my eyes, but it's a channeling thing. So half of the stuff I say to um, is more channeled. Um, meaning it's from spirit or her spirits mm-hmm. or they're just talking through me because <clears throat> it's easier <laughs> uh, to get the messages through when you have a, a voice. Um, and then sometimes it's through the cards. And so sometimes I get answers without pulling the cards, but I'm going to do both. So, um, okay, so how do you, so one of the things is like, it sounds like you're saying, how do you receive without working f- for what you're getting from someone? Or like, I, uh- Accepting it without having to feel like I earned it. I so what's know. your judgment Because I think that? this happens with love too. So it's not just work. It's also love. It's like... How do you know you haven't earned it? I don't know. I just don't feel it. Like what if all this work you're doing with girls and your community and like your intention is, it is huge and far reaching. And how do you know that this isn't just something... You're getting back for your, it's your karma. What you're putting out, you get back. And what your heart puts out, it gets back. So it's actually a sign probably from, you know, because I'm a big believer is you're on your path. And is is the the things that the, um, who was it, Joe? Joe. Is what he made for you, does it make your life easier? Yeah. So that's, you're in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. Joe is a sign to you that you are in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing with your life because it's easy and you have been doing the work. Yes. And I'm like, sometimes you don't have to like have that physical, like a plus B equals C like I see. And you're, you're limiting yourself to what you can see. Yeah. So how do you know that like, this isn't a gift from spirit from either past lives or current life or you doing better for yourself and for others through your wounds that you've had? It shows that you've healed. You you told me you put in all this work. Yeah. These are the gifts it's from so, your I work. I guess it's like this. Can you receive that? Yes. Because, and that's so good that you said that. Because I think as a trainer, as a CrossFitter, as <laughs> so somebody that, the only way I've been able to like get better as an athlete, get better at da la la, is really, really hard work. So if it comes easy, I tend to feel guilty about it. <laughs> Another card just The hermit. <laughs> Spend time. I kid you not. Oh my God. There's another card that's popped up too. Spend, this popped out. Spend time in quiet meditation, (sighs) spiritual teaching, and self-discovery. This is how all the card readings are, people. This is so cool. (sighs) A combination between channeling of spirit. It's literally called the hermit. Yeah. Ah, It's more, it's more getting in that. And we'll go into that more later. But you're kind of acting from ego, judging the gift that you're being given. Like it's pretty, 
this is going to say, this is spirit. It's not me. It's pretty egoic of you to judge that gift and to not receive it. And then I tell Yoshi this all the time. This is an aside. Like, you're blocking his joy by feeling like you are like, I have to give back to him. So that's so your guilt is that's a that's a lower energy. Your guilt or you're feeling not worthy. So you're gonna give something back to him because you don't feel worthy. So your gift is gonna have because giving gifts is the best here, feeling in the world. Here's if your you, gift of unworthiness. Like if you give him anything, let's say you give him this water, and let's say it's the best cup of water that will change his life in the world. But you give it to him with unworthiness. You just gave him a, a glass of unworthiness. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Totally. Because so, giving gifts is the best feeling in the world, and I'm not yes. allowing anybody else to. And so al- that. allowing, and and you're also blocking that flow, so you can't get things coming to you because you're blocking them, and you're judging. This is something that this can come to me, that can't come to me, this can come to me, that can't come to me, mm. because this is that and that. So you're acting kind of as I'm trying to control the channel. I'll get there's a, control again. <laughs> <laughs> And also, when I talk, when I'm saying all that stuff, yeah. like, that's very, do you feel how much in, in the head that is? Yeah. And do you feel how these cards are on the heart? It's exhausting. Why? No yeah. wonder why I'm exhausted. Yeah. No wonder why I need to be a hermit. I know. And meditate. <laughs> and it's this only, like, amazing. I love it's this. just awareness. This podcast is so real life. It's not even funny. Okay. What oh, other Jesus. card came out? I mean, geez. For those of you, I, it's okay. It's okay. I love Jesus. He's fine. He's I drop a lot of Unconditional F-bombs. love. So, okay, good. I'm a cusser. I have five older brothers. It's just Okay, what card is this? The chariot, which an important achievement, self-discipline and willpower, public recognition. So you're going to be successful. You don't have to worry about anything. So whatever that thing, I'm still feeling like this is, it has to do with that situation, you know, that opportunity. It doesn't matter. Your chariot is mobile. It can go to, it, there's another moon over there. And from another planet, maybe. <laughs> we have yeah. this but it's like the chariot. Maybe that wasn't a good analogy. But the chariot's going somewhere. Totally. You're the one directing it. That's the big you. So this is the big you. And, the big, and your horses are probably the little you. And the little you's will go wherever you, the big you, tells you to go. So this is your heart. And that your personality, if you let your heart do the driving, your personality which is your little self, your egoic self, it's going to go wherever it needs to go. Yeah. Mm. And this is free spirit. So that's the, do the you remember horse. what that card says? The horse? No, I don't because I didn't have. Um, it's so cool. Well, this is what's so cool. So I'm going to take a picture of all three of these so you guys can see these. I'll put them in the podcast um, yeah. blog. But it's this is the issue is that I think my biggest fear is being still will not allow me to have this success that I want in yeah. whatever way that looks. I don't know what that looks like always, but... Um, because you've saved yourself by running mm-hmm. in your life. You've mm-hmm. run for your, from your trauma and your brain's perception, your ego is that you've saved yourself from running. That's how you protect yourself, but you don't need to run anymore. And that was the big message that I got for you this morning when yeah. I said, it's like she doesn't need to run anymore. She can run if she chooses to run, but you don't need to run anymore. You got this. And you have done the work, and you're doing the work. Ooh. I'm, I, that's so I have good. chills all over I my body. <laughs> and it's so crazy because this gym I'm opening feels like home, like in a way of 
it is home. And that's why the other thing you're talking about is bullshit. You don't need to worry about it. This is your heart. This gym is your heart. And you are going to be big. You don't even have to worry. Like, how old are you? 20-some? 29. Jesus. <laughs> I turned the big 3-0 this year, Laura. I, I'm like 48. <laughs> I'm like less You're than magical years as fuck. I don't even Who cares what age you are? You're but it took me till I'm like, I took me all those life experiences. And it's like, what's exciting is there's people like you. You didn't take till you were 48. You're learning and you're doing. And I feel like... One of the gifts that I have that it's hard to accept those gifts, but like, I feel like, you know, in my generation, there's like, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer and Oprah and all that stuff, but there's somebody like, for some reason, I connect with your generation and I connect and it's time, like you guys already have it going on, whatever, your generation and beyond whatever, but it's like, I am floored by the things my kids say, the insights that they have. And it's like, and, and you and just these people that are in their twenties doing things like, I never, I didn't do that in my 20s. In my 20s, I was so numb and just whatever, but I had to go through that. What do you that. think's opened up? I think it's just the, the evolution of the planet and things like that. Um, and I think that it's time. I think yeah. that's why there's more, you know, neurodiversity, like people in the spectrum coming yeah. into the world. Um, I think I'm, uh, I've, I've learned to mask myself, but I'm probably on the spectrum, but the, it's given me these gifts. So like, I'm incredibly empathic. Um, and, and sensitive. And when I, like, you know, back to the beginning, when I shut that down, it all, it's all cyclical. Like when I shut that down and I didn't honor who I was, I not only affected my own life, but my kids' lives and other people's lives. And now that I'm living on this like expansive growth, like I'm not perfect, but I'm learning and growing. And I'm like, what can I learn? What can I do? How can I grow? I have all these answers and I'm, and I'm able to be of service and I'm able to give these gifts hopefully to people. And for me, it's using my voice and it's, it's like, who am I to judge? It's the same thing. That's you. Who am I to judge that my gift isn't good enough for all y'alls? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who, who am I to say that like, I'm not worthy. I'm not, I'm not good enough. It's, it's total bullshit. So I, now I go to these things and I go, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to let, I let go let control. Yeah. And I let things come through me and I've opened myself up and I feel my feelings when they come up. And, you know, in the past year I've had a, a personal challenge, um, but it's been the most beautiful gift and it's opened me up even wider and it's been the most amazing thing. And I went to CrossFit every day at 5 a.m. and I was, hey coach, I'm going to, I might disappear. And if I disappear, I'm Okay. Because one time I disappeared and they were like, where were you? Running and crying. Because <laughs> CrossFit, working in a community of people that I treasure, uh, opens up a lot in me. And I'm, I feel safe to feel my feelings there. But, and I've learned to model that for my kids. I have boys. Feel your feelings. I tell them to feel your feelings. And they do. And you wouldn't believe the stuff that comes out of their mouths. Yeah. And sometimes they tell me, why, you know, why are you, I'm feeling my feelings. Why are you telling me that to cry or whatever? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It is what it is. It's okay. That's the biggest, with, with anything you think, I lost that opportunity. It's okay. It's just a thought. I think this about that. It's okay. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. Even yeah. whatever you're thinking and you're judging about you losing that opportunity. But the, the big picture is this, 
you, this is, your gym has been in the cards. So your gym is in your heart. Yeah. And this is where things are going to radiate from. And your heart might move later, but right now your energy goes here. The universe told you that because Joe came into your life and made things easy. He's here. The other opportunity wasn't here. And it made your things, it would, it, it was not hard. easy. It wasn't easy. It was really hard. So your head was like, I should take this. Yeah. And your heart was like, oh, so here's all the easy things that are coming to you. And I bet you probably you're going to find a lot of flow and a lot of things and gifts that you're supposed to just receive. Yeah. With joy. It's and so that, hard. And that's what's hard because I'm like, I'm hibernating. I, I feel like I, I, did, I didn't do anything to deserve this. That's the, that's the work that I have to do. And that's just a thought. Do you have yeah. to, is that a fact or is that, that's another thing that always comes to me. Is that a fact or is it? Just a thought. Just a thought. <laughs> is that a fact? Oh, no. God. What do I do in this hibernation for my, being my hermit? You, for I can see you, a vision of you, and you're going to feel like this. Probably. I'm shaking my body. <laughs> so, and the reason why that's going to happen to you, so this is interesting. I'm also studying about trauma. So in nature, Peter Levine writes this book about like people in trauma and things like that. So <clears throat> we don't feel them, but they get stuck in our heart and it's energy. So what things do in nature is like if, the, if there's a cheetah and it's after an Impala, they, it attacks the Impala. The Impala, uh, we all have this innate healing ability, but we don't, we as humans don't let that happened because we think, which stops the process of the heart and the feelings. So the, he, the cheetah grabs the Impala and then he freezes. So that's your anxiety state, right? That yeah. flight, fight, or freeze. It sees the opportunity to leave because he thinks that I'm dead as the Impala. I run away. And what they do is they go and they shake. And then you can't tell, they have no residual trauma. They act as if nothing's happened. They're fine. They're with the herd. Everything is... Good. Yeah. And what I found, I also do energy healing. And what I found in my energy healing is sometimes I'll have, my ovary might twitch for like a day or two after I release an energy. And these energies are held in different parts of your body. Or I might have um, a shoulder twitch or a part of like my chest. The muscles are twitching. Or sometimes I'll have like my eyes shut and then I'll be like, and I'll do these like spasmic shapes. Yeah. And some people do that. Like Yoshi does that before he goes to sleep. I believe it's a regulation. So when you sit still, what's happening is you're feeling your heart and you're in that stillness. You're feeling your heart. You're feeling things that are hidden that you've repressed, suppressed, that, yeah, your heart might be doing a good job by keeping it in that jar of the heart. And it is protecting you because you don't have to relive those, those traumas. You've already survived them. You've already lived them. So you've forgotten those. Yeah. But your heart remembers. So what it's going to do is it's going to release. And that energetic release is like, and it's like, it releases in your body. So that's when you sit still. It allows your heart to be the boss. And you don't have any, it's like the Impala. He doesn't yeah. have any trauma that he's living yeah. with because he actually let it happen. Yeah. Hmm. And you sit with your feelings. And then... Sitting is so hard for me. I know, but you'll learn to do it. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. I don't think there's an option. I think this is coming up pretty clear. Yeah, and um, and that's why for you, I took three breaths, and I noticed that I, I counted to three. Fuck yeah. yeah. That was meditation, baby. 
<laughs> and then you're like, and then you might set your timer and you're like, I bet I could do a minute. And then you do it. But make it <sighs> joyful because the second it becomes work or something you have to do, you go back into constriction. Totally. And it's this, it's this bizarre thing our, in our bodies or this guide of constriction and expansion. And, but you have all the answers if you just, and then that's when you got, but you're going to learn to start listening. That's your intuition, contraction, expansion. Yeah. Am I in contraction or am I in expansion? Ugh, this is so good. And it needs to be infused in businesses. It needs to be, it's also how we connect with each other. Like, totally. So you could feel our heart connection, right? Like our heart connection was happening even before. It happened a way long time ago because I got all these 11s. 11s, one of my numbers. You like texted, texted me for a 11. card reading at like 11, 11. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what it means. <laughs> But oh my God. And I still don't know. Like, I still feel like we have more work to do together and yeah. discovery. I don't we know what so it much. is. Because, and then I pull these two cards that are, and then I, I also got this card. So for you, those of you that don't know, I got this card deck kind of because I was like. So she has the card deck that I, I love it. I put in my teas when I first started selling teas. I knew I had to have a spirit animal in every card and I didn't know how to do it. And then I found this deck in Kauai and it's all the elements. It was each animal had an element and I was like, oh my God. And I love this deck. I love it. Should I pull a card from my relationship before I yeah, start? Yeah, do we answer your last? Yeah. I think we did by no, we channeling did. and stuff. This is, we, yeah. But yeah, it's so, it's the connect, like if you let the connections happen, like it's like I bought this deck of cards and I was like, she's going to love it. And it's like, and I've seen her cards online, of course, but it's like, and it wasn't, that it was, I don't know, I just felt this, I had to buy these cards. And then the two cards I pulled are like, your cards are something like, they were for me, but they're for us. So it's she just pulled, the synchronicity, yeah. which means we're both on the path that we're supposed to be on. I'm that. doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing. You're doing the work you're supposed and to you're be doing. And you're helping me do that work <laughs> with this forebear and hermit. Oh my gosh. I love it. I can't wait for them to see this. Um, so let's do a, a spirit animal card for you. Okay. And then we can pull a relationship card if we have time. That sounds perfect. Yeah. So do you want to pull it or do you want me to see if anything pops out? I'll let, I'll let you see. Okay. I like your. Okay. <sighs> this has been so fun. This is so fun. So all the spots are open or all closed for um, the gym tarot card reading. But um, please find Laura if you haven't yet because she's incredible she's here in Denver but she also does um remote all calls over the world yeah I can do if you're feeling stuck when you're soulmate soul job whatever like I don't know like people just what I'm finding is that there's long lasting change from just one or two sessions with people and they are happy yeah they're and accessing they, are doing like you are doing incredible things and so this isn't coming from ego so that's the hard part for me but I just am finding the people that I've worked with are having in incredible things happen and it's just I see it's one of my gifts I just see things for them that need to be illuminated and it's just this one little boop and then yeah. it off you go it's like and I if they're it. I don't know what was the beaver. The beaver is my animal card today. What does that mean? Anything what does that to mean? <laughs> the only thing I don't like about this is I'm like, I have to find it. And I'm like, I can never find it in I the know. book. And I always go by the triangles. Yeah, me too. Um, so it's, so I normally, um, there's certain books that I just, 
you know, I always say it's not, this isn't a test of my psychic powers. So it's like a lot of times I'll see what I see in the cards and I'll have all these messages come from that. But also um, sometimes I just straight up, I'm going to read from the book because it's just unnecessary for me to memorize a book just to prove that I'm spiritual. Anyhow, <laughs> there's that. Can you tell that's an issue? That, I love, no. That's my own issue. Nobody ever thinks that, but no, it's me. No, they don't. It's my I own think judgment. So no. Get out of that, Laura. Okay. Um, hard worker. I love you so much. Loyal, tireless, and family first. Like, if you're not the beaver, <laughs> like, I might play the beaver now. <laughs> She's the beaver? Oh, okay. Funny. The beaver personality is a welcome sight. These good-natured and dependable creatures have infinite love and enthusiasm for family. I'm inserting this totally. Um, and express it by way of the earth element, uh, providing a home, financial stability. Although a beaver doesn't usually initiate a project, once started, they'll work steadily for weeks, months, year, or years to see it through. Hence the hermit card, me inserting that in, as well. Um, sometimes the beaver needs to rest just in. The beaver <laughs> card appears when the task at hand requires your long-term steady effort. It can also signify that it's time for some karma yoga um, selfless service, which is super interesting because uh, selfless service is kind of what we were talking about. The gifts that you're getting are stemming from your selfless service. So yeah. Yeah. that's another way to receive um, and karma yoga, I think you got to stay still for that. Yep, pretty sure you do. Wade probably can help you out with that. Yeah. <laughs> be like, Wade, hook me up. Oh, <laughs> so if you feel like so you much. need to like be still, but it's hard for you to be still, you can ease into it by doing some, just a little bit of yoga. I and love once it. again, no judgment. Maybe you just do one tree pose. <sighs> Stillness. Laura, what's your email? People need to email you right now. Um, Laura at thejapaneselantern.com. So I'm going to link it. My photography name is Laura Mahoney, Laura Mahoney Photography, and I've done that for 13 years, and I infuse all this through my photography, too. It's pretty cool, and then I see amazing things come through with that. Um, and then uh, Laura Tagawa, because that's my married name that I haven't quite switched over to, but uh, uh, that's my, my Japanese lantern, and the reason why the Japanese lantern is because I illuminate things in others that they don't see. And once that light is illuminated, it's like the Japanese lantern. Like your own light is what lifts you up. So it's not me. It's your your own inner light is what sets you free, lifts you up, takes you over the sky. You That's empower true. others to empower themselves. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Empower. Empower. Empaths and empowerment. Yeah. Two so. things we got in common. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm going to yeah. wait to pull the relationship card after I hit stop. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Bye guys. I love you. Love you. <laughs>